The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by Booper, supporting the health of millions of Australians. Because life happens. Find out more at booper.com.au. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 16th of September. In your Squiz today, the Prime Minister's gas plan, restrictions ease for regional Victoria, broadcasters and the summer of cricket, and 20 years on. This is your Squiz today. Starting today, Claire, talking about gas, the way you want to start every Wednesday morning. This one is in relation to the Prime Minister's announcement yesterday that he wants to make gas a big part of his energy policy and a big part of the COVID-19 economic recovery. He says it'll make energy more affordable for businesses and for families. He says that it's necessary, one, because we have a big energy shortage. It's also quite pressing, particularly in New South Wales, where 10% of the power supply is set to be lost when the Liddell coal-fired power plant in the Hunter Valley closes in April 2023. It's a power plant that's been talked about quite a bit in recent years. But now the Morrison government says that it will step up and create its own gas-generated power plant if the industry doesn't step up and supply that gas. As is mostly the case with climate and energy policy, this one's political, Claire, and it has drawn criticisms. It has. There's opponents to gas as an energy source. They say that a wave of cheaper renewable energy is hitting the market and that's a better way to go. They also say that it's still a fossil fuel and that that's bad for climate change. But the other side of the coin is an industry uh, that doesn't really like it much either. They want to be left to their own devices to work out the energy market and just get uh, some sort of sense of stability from the government so that they can invest and grow. One group that does like it, though, are manufacturers. And there's plenty of complaints that have been ongoing for many years who say that it's just too expensive to get electricity in this country uh, and to get gas to power their plants and more gas would be better for them. So discussion on this will continue, but some say the tone of the debate might be a little different to what it has been in the past, Claire. Climate and energy policy really has been a key factor in Prime Minister after Prime Minister losing their jobs. It's a policy area that's been very difficult to crack, but there's a sense that perhaps that economic imperative might override this ideological war that's been happening for the last decade. Now to the ongoing argy-bargy between Australia and China. Reports this morning from the ABC that correspondence between Chinese diplomats and a policy advisor to a New South Wales Labor MP have been seized by Australian police. There's an investigation into that staffer. John Zhang is his name uh, and also the MP that he worked for and whether they did actually participated in foreign interference in Australia's civic life. The accusation is that John Zhang took communications from China and tried to do pro-Beijing work inside the New South Wales Parliament, and he's been charged under that foreign interference law. Senior Australian officials have told the ABC they suspect the recent crackdown on Australian journalists in China was retaliation for this investigation. 
In Germany, the condition of Russian opposition figure Alexei Nalvani, who was poisoned with the Novichok nerve agent last month, is said to be improving. He's up and walking a bit and even posted something to Instagram praising the ability of being able to breathe independently. He said he thoroughly recommends it. His team say that they're surprised that there is surprise that he's heading back to Russia. That's something that he wants to do soon. The president of Russia, Vladimir Putin, for his part, has denied any involvement in that poisoning. And amongst all this, we've had a look at Vladimir Putin in Squeeze Shortcuts last week. One for later listening, perhaps I'll pop a link to that in your episode notes. In Victoria, Claire, yesterday was the state's first day without a coronavirus death in more than two months. And for those in regional Victoria, restrictions will start to ease from tonight. Good news for residents there. They're going to be able to dine in at a restaurant and good news to parents. Kids sport is back on. As is the summer of cricket, Claire, but the quality and quantity of it has seen plenty of tit-for-tat between Cricket Australia and its broadcast partners, Foxtel and Channel 7. Basically, they aren't satisfied with Cricket Australia's plans for the summer and they're refusing to pay the pre-COVID agreed amount to broadcast matches. So, yesterday, Channel 7 put their money where their mouth is, so to speak, and transferred only part of some of the $25 million they're due to pay. Yeah, or took their money out of their mouth, perhaps. They just don't want to pay. And it's a tough one, of course, because Cricket Australia hasn't been able to provide the broadcasters with the games to air. And that's no one's fault. That's an issue with COVID-19. Both media companies are struggling financially. They don't want to give away money. And Cricket Australia isn't exactly swimming in cash either. It's had to cut quite a lot of jobs out of the organisation to get through this period. Foxtel and Seven each wrote to Cricket Australia last week claiming a breach of contract and as it stands, Cricket Australia has until the 23rd of September to respond to their claims. As they say, watch this space. And those who know me won't be surprised that I haven't seen the film Almost Famous. I tend to be a bit lax on the pop culture front, but if you're telling me it's a thing that it's 20 years old today, Claire, I believe you. Is it a thing? Oh, it's a great film. You must tee that up this weekend if you get a chance. It's a really good film, that one. And, uh, of course, lots of people um, came to know Elton John's Tiny Dancer as a result of Almost Famous. It sort of brought it to a generation of the 2000s. And the real-life queen groupie, uh, Pamela DeBarres, she was quite a thing at the time, is still a bit angry about the movie. She reckons it really is uh, a story of her life and she hasn't been given credit for it. Holding a 20-year grudge. (laughs) It's a long time to be cranky. One thing I definitely do remember, Claire, is the Olympics back in Sydney in 2000. It's 20 years on yesterday since that Olympic torch was lit, perhaps more iconic than almost famous. (laughs) <laughs> quite quite possibly right. Um, and when we get to our subject line today, I've taken it from that. Uh, I've gone for the Rolling Stones. If you start me up, I'll never stop. The cauldron was lit yesterday to mark that 20 years since the game's opening ceremony. Of course, it was a little bit difficult to get it lit uh, and to keep it lit on the night. And there's quite a story about it. There is. The cauldron was at risk of running out of bottled gas. I think it was a four-minute wait to see if it would make it to the top. (laughs) Just shut it up to the top. It was not quite as smooth as they thought it was going to be. Kind of poetic that we've started and ended the podcast talking about gas, Claire. (laughs) There There you you go. go. Yeah, there's a symmetry in that. There is. Enjoy your Wednesday. That's all from us today. We'll chat to you tomorrow.
The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super, one of Australia's most awarded super funds. It can be hard to know where the best place to grow your super is, but with awards like CanStar's Outstanding Value three years in a row and Money Magazine's 2024 Ultra Long Term Performance, Aware Super's 1.1 million members can be confident their super is in good hands. Visit aware.com.au forward slash awards to find out more. Awards are only one consideration. Read the PDS and TMD on the website.